G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of your uh, of the Draft Doctors. Uh, I may as well just roll with that intro because I'm having a kind of a week, so we'll just keep going with it. I'm your host, Stevie Fizz, the absolute massive dickhead. Best availability is your availability, people. So there is no state or cam, which means we are better than them, Jono, and unfortunately you're better than me because you are waxing me in the home league and the listener league. Yeah, so one I thought yeah, it's going to be a tight one in the in the listener league. Home league just an absolute pantsing, absolute pantsing. But you know, to be fair, dropping a couple of thirties. But you know, to actively, you know, normally these listener leagues, I like to let the listeners have a have a stab. But you are actively trying to make me last, so I have to sit in a McDonald's or do something, <laughs> just something. But oh, no, yeah. I'll probably still be on the bottom ladder, to be honest. But no. I don't know. It's not going well for us. No Honestly, more, uh, no it was drafts. full baby swag activation, like Thursday night, Friday night, just holding the new baby as tight as I could, uh, watching my fantasy players just dominate. And she hasn't left my side the whole weekend, so definitely baby swag activated. Yeah, I don't have any of that anymore. I have baby... Um, <laughs> Young toddler... Baby shit. I don't... Baby shit. That's all I have, baby... And it's not even like the solid ones. It's remember that black mucus one, the first one. That's that's what I've got. It's that black, oh, right. uh, pasty, pasty effort. That's no good. Anyway, uh, mm, lots to talk no. about. Uh, Tom Stewart straight to the tribunal. So rip to his owners. He is not going to be around for a good solid month, which is going to crack into the fantasy finals. Yeah, that's right. So I think one of the guys in our league. Um, he, he he was sitting pretty, second on the ladder, rolled the dice. Maybe we can use this for the craft doctors later on, but um, he picked up guys like Hunter and Hopper, and now he's lost Bailey Smith, Max Gorn, and Tom Stewart. So happy days for people around him. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of funny in our league being... I mean, he's locked up in the finals, but um, yeah, tough to lose one of the top players in the game, possibly for one, I mean, maybe two weeks. It still dropped to 160 after the, the KO and Prestia. That's what someone said. Oh, how can you... Like, one of the Richmond nuffies on Twitter was like, how can you name him best on ground after that? It's like, because he was, freaking killed it. He's still got a job to do just because he, you know, played the man and not the ball. Like, he's still got a job to do and... Yeah. Did his job. Like, yeah. I understand it, but... Um, a couple of things I want to talk about that I've noticed. First thing I noticed on the weekend that... Uh, old horse Longmire... Bring him back on the tag, the defensive tag of Jack Sinclair. Um, did it for only the first half, probably just Ryan Clark. Was it Ryan Clark? Yeah. Remember him? Snuffed him right out of the game and then switched it around to um, Hunter Clark in the second half. So something to watch, but hopefully we don't see that come back in vogue like we saw it oh, maybe six, five, six years ago. We saw guys like Heath Shaw and Johannesson get tagged into dust. So hopefully that doesn't get... Uh, brought back into vogue and something that I saw last week there was a lot of talk about that last touch out of bounds rule that's coming in and I was listening to Matthew Nix speak about it because it's in the uh, sandful at the moment not only does it have a real fantasy uh, sorry real football imp- implications it's got fantasy football implications because he was saying the game's much faster there's less contest contest happening so in the Sanford, there's not a lot of those big inside midfielders that, in fantasy football, we rely on to build build on our scores. They're like, you know, your Bonts and Fife's and Crips and all that sort of stuff. They're the guys who, they're the points winners. So 
if that rule comes into the AFL, obviously teams are going to look to draft differently. So your big body midfielders, while they're still good, they might go down the wayside. It's still going to be important, but less ruck contests. Uh, so your ruckmen aren't going to be as as important as well. So if that does come in, it's going to be really interesting going forward, especially if you, you keep a league teams as well. Like If you've drafted a specific way to go for a tilt, it's going to change, change that massively. So... Real interesting, that conversation that I heard last week. Yeah, I have no idea what you said. You were just breaking up that whole time. Um, hopefully we get that uh, sorted out. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. Uh, number one, Faz, you've got to stop doing your shoeing of the week because you're literally killing humans. I don't I don't <laughs> understand why why you want to keep doing this. Why do you, I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, uh, Faz. So I stopped doing that and... I just want to talk about trading and, and the sentiments about around trading. We had the chat last week with Cam about uh, Harry Himmelberg, and now some of the listeners traded high on, on Himmelberg, and he looks to still be locked into that role even with Haynes coming back. But the sentiment I feel around Himmelberg is really positive. That's not just a salary cap thing. That's just the footy, fantasy footy in general. And I want to talk about this. This happened in the Listener League, and I'm not trying to throw any listeners under the bus. They can do whatever the hell they want, and that's perfectly fine. Uh, there was a team who wanted to trade out a defender, had a lot of defenders. I'm like, well, I'm in the market for a defender, um, so I'll offer up a forward because I had a few forwards floating around. Now, I offered up to F16, and I think he had a number of forwards who were sort of in that F16 through to F. 30, oh, sorry, D16 and D30 range. So I went, oh, well, I'll offer up on a defender who's lower ranked by position than the forward. Now, I can't get that deal done um, for whatever reason. I, I would suspect it's uh, sentiment because the player I offered up was Nick Martin. Now, Nick Martin, first-year player, so probably doesn't have a great track record. Outside player, maybe in winter, doesn't suit uh, that coach's structure. But if you can't get a deal done, if you're actively shopping a position and you can't get a trade, I mean, that, to me, that's kind of weird. But I think it, it all comes back to sentiment. So where Cam was coming from, Harry Himmelberg, I, I, don't, I just think people want that hot player sometimes. It's not um, a matter of it being fair. So I try to build that into my thought process when, when trades are going through. Again, no shade onto the person who didn't accept the trade. If something's changed, that's fine. But um, I think always sentiment uh, is very important, Jono, because, you know, there's players you like, there's players you don't like. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, normally I have probably more sentiment to my top three or four picks because they're the guys I'm building my team around. But, you know, there's other guys that you might jag at Jai Simkin or side bottom out of the pool, whatever, and, yeah, whatever. Get rid of them as quick as you can. Okay, we're going to jump into the waivers now. Who has caught your eye, Jono? Uh, in the deeper leagues, um, going to put the Bulldogs hat on here. Riley West, twenty eight percent owned. He's had a couple of good games the last few weeks. Um, kicked three three on the weekend. Kicked a couple of goals the week before. With Cody Waitman sort of going full Amber Heard um, and ball adjacent all at the same time, uh, and his elbow injury, he could he's playing that little small small pressure forward where he gets on at the feet of um, 
of Oogle Hagen and, and Norton and all that. So he, he's he's right up there. He doesn't have a lot of possessions, but, you know, goals and tackles. Not a bad little score build there. So uh, I'm looking at him. And also with um, with Fazes, lock of the week, getting KO'd. Uh, Ed Richards, um, Hayden Crozier came on and was actually pretty good uh, for the two and a bit quarters that he played. So he's in 30%. He's 30% owned. Um, that's all I really saw for the deeper leagues this week. But the shallow leagues, plenty floating around there. Um, Nick Blakey, he's averaging 19 super coach, 80 in AFL fantasy. Highly owned, of course, but he might be floating around on a few uh, waiver wires there. Uh, Ruckman, they're probably sitting there um, in your leagues. Tom Hickey just came back from injury. Um, pumped out some pretty good scores. Big O, he's doing some good things. Might be on your um, waivers as well. And Nick Nat, he was he played waffle on the weekend. Steve, seventeen possessions, two goals, twenty six hitouts. Um, don't know who the opposition ruckman was, but scored one hundred and four AFL fantasy points. So he'll probably come straight back in to the um, the seniors next week. And Lockie Hunter again, if he's floating around, uh, had. A pretty good game in the VFL again. 26 disposals, 7 marks, 6 tackles. Uh, Stengel, um, he's in 75% of teams. They're all talking him up as All-Australian now uh, as the small forward, but that's not going to happen because the All-Australian team doesn't get picked on position. It'll just be inside mids, as we know. And Isaac Rankin didn't have the best of games again, but 66% ownership. I'll be um, having a look at him. Who have you got? Yeah, love ranking. It was just a bad matchup. Uh, in the shallow leagues, uh, I got Jamie Cripps, fifty-six percent iron, averaging eighty over the last four. As West Coast look to maybe, I don't know, man. They should be playing for that number two pick. But if they're going to fuck up and win <laughs> a couple horse, of games, three horse races. I reckon Essendon's in contention now because obviously North will jag a game. Uh, I think I, they play in round twenty. Essendon have, round twenty. Essendon have a reasonable run home, so. It's yeah, Essendon. yeah, it's Essendon. Um, but anyway, Jamie Cripps, uh, Hugh Greenwood is one that might be floating around. It's tough to find midfielders at this time of year. Seventy-eight percent own. Again, North have a good run of matches uh, from inside mids to score against. I know he's not the best, but um, he he's a good. He's a guy who might you might be able to. Well, pick he's, up. Pl- he's played a little bit forward as well the last couple of weeks. So yeah. I know there's another round of DPPs coming up. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get him just for the DPP, but um, there is that possibility. Yeah, uh, Sam Reed, sixty-eight percent own, averaging eighty-three across his last four. And the Swans have probably got. I know we got a question about the run in later. Swans have probably got one of the best runs over that nineteen to twenty-two um, stretch. They got three home games. They have three really good matchups. So Sam Reed, someone I'd be looking to pick up, and Jack um, Ross. Again, tough to find midfielders at this time of year. 37% owned. Did get 77. Prestier, going to miss. Koch, well, we don't know, but he, who cares? Koch only scores 40 points anyway. Uh, <laughs> the deeper leagues, yeah, I had West. Uh, i got Jake Kelly. He's been okay over the last few weeks. Got 16% ownership. Will Hoskin Elliott, 41% ownership. Collingwood, next four games. Gold Coast, North, Adelaide, Essendon. Tell me there's a sweeter run than that. Uh, and Jermaine Jones, 23% owned. has been pretty good post-buy. Uh, looks to have a little bit of a different role, but might be more fantasy-friendly. So, there's again, there's always plenty to pick up. And like we say at the start of the year, the, there's, 
like it, oh the forward there's no forwards but they do emerge it's just you don't know yeah, who they right. are at the start of the year no so that's right do you think oh i know he had a good game on the weekend and i don't know i might be tired or whatever but zach fisher i know he well, you got Kerno McKay there. If he's playing that small crumbing forward and uh, Jack Martin out, he could go all right as as well as a bit of a, a sneaky pick because Carlton have got some pretty winnable games coming up as well. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I, I just he's one of those guys. I'm not. I'm not a guy. Like so, we talked about sentiment just a second ago. I'm yeah, not a big I'm, Zach Fisher guy. I know other people are. So yeah, and look, there could be some good matchups for him coming forward anyway. So keep an eye on for him. As well, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, we got um, Cherry to come back as well, so mm. and Matt Ken. Matt no, he Kennedy, played. I, he played. I thought he got injured, didn't he? At the end of the game. Oh well, we'll I see. Could be wrong. We'll I see. could be wrong. I, I thought. I, don't know. I heard heard them say that he was he came off with something at the end of the game, but one to watch there for Matt Ken. Yeah. Anyway, on to the awards. Ball no trade targets. Hey, trade target. Oh yeah, we didn't do a trade target. Who's your trade target? <laughs> Fuck. Um, not looking to get him in, but maybe trade him out. Jack Redden. Uh, he's been pretty good. 85 Supercoach, 92 AFL Fantasy. He's been pretty solid the last six weeks. Been solid all with, year, mate. I got him everywhere. He's been fine. I know he's been fine, but I think with Nick Knack back, um, Ruckman have their designated midfielders they like to hit to. And normally it's Shuey and Yo, but Yo's in the half back and But... I don't know. Redden, Redden's a good sell, I think. Because if they're really going to put the queue in the rack, they're going to change things. I don't up. know that they're going to do that. And I, I just had this thought. I always think about this because it's like, yeah, he's a good player to sell. And I agree on but the he's, surface. He's a, he's, and he's a pretty easy buy as well, I reckon. No one... Because it's, it's Jack Redden. Who wants him, though? Again, getting back to that sentiment. But this is yeah. my other thought, Jono, is if, like, Yo's missed so much time, Shuey's missed so much time, Sheed's missed so much time, even Kelly's missed time... All these guys, they haven't had that full preseason. They've all battled through. Redden's just been fine. So who's got the fitness? Redden, yeah, and that's probably why they've put they've put Yo on the half back line. Just uh, he's not running as much until he builds maybe that tank in three four weeks. Who knows? Because it's keeping Witherden out of the team. I mean, I think Witherden keeps Witherden out of the team personally. That's true. That is true. But yeah, I've been looking maybe maybe a small bite for Jack Redden or or, or ship him off in a two for one to maybe get a possible upgrade. You just said to sell him, sell him or buy. <laughs> sell him or buy. Right. <laughs> what a fence sit! That is the biggest fence sit I've ever seen. That's what we do on this show. Didn't you know that? Oh my goodness! Um, I got. I still want to buy on um, Petrarca. I still think he's a good buy. He's been. Down the last month, he's been okay. The last couple of weeks, I still think there's room to grow. Um, so you might be able to swing a deal there. Yeah, he could be. He's sort of like he could be like that dust. You know how Dusty or Brian O'Keefe used to just be like shit for the first half of the year, and then come towards the end of the year, there's a sniff of finals. They just start knocking it out of the park. Finals. I think that might be Petraka. Uh, well, I just think because of that illness, he had a couple of really shitty games. I did. Was he like COVID yeah. or flu? Did oh, yeah? Okay. I didn't. I didn't know that. He played. He had that flu game, and then he, you know, the next week he was Ooh. kind of shit, and then they got beat up. But like they lost those three games in a row. Um, yeah. But you know, if Melbourne, Melbourne will be fine on the way home. Like, there's no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. oh by the way, if anyone picked up Rowan Marshall off my trade advice last week. Just, <laughs> You can Rhodes send me a slab in the mail. That's fine. Yeah, all right. No dramas. 
Okay, the awards. Where are we? Uh, Baller Jason. Baller Jason. Baller Jason. Well, it's weight, man. It can't not it? be. One disposal, 76% time on ground. As a forward in a team that scored 125. <laughs> but there is... No, there's there no is, there is There is argument for Callum Jamison. He took a lot of ruck contests for a paltry minus four super coach and seven AFL fantasy. Yeah, Two five hit outs and a couple of disposals for well, minus four. Yeah, we had a lot less time on ground as well. I think that's rough on Callum Jamison. And I don't think we can go TT, Taron Thomas. I actually saw on the news beforehand that there was a... Like, he lost his father during the week. So we can go easy on Taron Thomas this week. Well, yeah. Okay. No, um, I, 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 can't, I don't want that juju on me. I'm sorry. Well, I wasn't even going to bring him up, but um, no. But t- I, there, was, there was there was some comments on the on the twitters that you should go for Taron Thomas, but no, nah, we'll leave that alone. Um, JJJT. Well, if we're going for last quarters, it's Tom Libertore or Pendles. They both equal high forty four in the last quarter. Um, and if we're talking other quarters, Nick Floston fifty seven in the second quarter, and Hugh McCluggage fifty six as well in the I'd second. Say- Got to be Liver because they actually like ju- wasn't much junk time in the Collingwood game. There's only two goal game, mm. but yeah, Liver Liver actually dragged him out of that game as well. Like it was close for a half, and then he just they just kicked it in the dick, as we say. Mm. Amber Heard. <sighs> I've got Tim Kelly on Nat Five. Like Nat Five had seventy three percent time on ground for a fifty one. AFL Fantasy and 41 Supercoach. Yeah. That's not great. I had Tom Stewart. Yeah. 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 When you run past the ball and target a bloke, that's that's a bad shit. He's fucked his. He's... I would go out and pick up Zach Guthrie, man. Like, right now. Mm. I was actually thinking about who's the... um, Who is the replacement for, for Tom Stewart and you just said it. I mean it can't be good if you're if you're a Blixarves owner, that is it. Game over, man. It is over. Yeah. Yeah. I, is it the splits that he had oh yeah, who became playing key defence, but if you got Ray Stanley, hey, gotta be better than a thirty eight that he put up in Supercoach. Well I think um Asava's had a couple games in the twos now. Uh, Segs can't. Segs isn't week. far away. Segs was one week last week or the week before, so he might get some VFL team. For sell, sell, sell. He's old. Now, I, I didn't see all the game. Hang on, let me just have a quick look because there is the other segment. Getting a game before Fiorini. Fiorini was a sub, and that actually actually constitutes as a game if you're the Medi sub these days. But he, but they but he wasn't activated. all these other. Oh, guys. he was activated. Yeah, he was activated. He was activated. Uh, we did we, get a game. He did get a game. Okay. Otherwise, there was calls for Caleb Graham. He had zero possessions at halftime. He's a key defender. Is he? Never heard of him. Two Could first names. Two first names. Ooh. Yeah, when was the last time you heard someone called Graham with their first name? No, no, that's his surname. Yeah, I know, but you're saying two first names. When was the last oh. time you met a Graham who was like under seventy? That is true. That old, is true. Old man name. 
Actually, I went out with a girl and her brother name was Graham. Anyway. Oh, and well, you are old. You're getting old. You're getting old. Well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good point. Um, on to the Twitter questions. Uh, where are we? Twitter. Russ, can you guys put a hex on Tom Stewart? Prestier getting taken out on him means I'm now likely to lose to the league flog. Yeah, we he got the, oh. we got the Amber Heard. I couldn't believe that this week, actually. Because I saw Prestia get injured. I'm like, oh, I know I'm playing Jono in two leagues. Surely he has Prestia in both of them since he's like your boy. And you, you don't have no, no, any since Prestia. Since he fucked me over last year by not playing a game. <laughs> just, that's it. <laughs> I put a lie through that prick. That's he's it. on the I list. Don't want anything to do with it. On the list. He's on the list. Damn straight. Yep. Never again list. <laughs> we got Big Cox. Luke Jackson season. Mm, well, Gorn, they reckon he. They were interviewing. After the telecast, he said maybe round sixteen, but probably more than likely round seventeen. If I had so, if I had Jackson, I'd I'd consider selling. Bingo. That's exactly right. Dep- That's be depending on what you could get. Forked Hort. Thoughts on whether you think any of Will Brody, George Hewitt, or Harry Himmelberg are sell high candidates, or would you hold them for the remainder of the year? I thought Will Brody, when Fife came in, that was it. But it's actually Fife who's been not doing much, not getting that inside mid. I don't know if it's building the tank or what. Um, but oh, I think Will Brody's a hold. Who are the other two, sorry? Hewitt and Himmelberg. I pff, Himmelberg, I can hold. But Hewitt, I reckon, I don't know. He might just he seems to be lagging a little bit. I don't know if it's the way... Carlton are playing, but those big scores aren't there anymore. Like, he's scoring fine, but I reckon you're still selling him to go for an upgrade. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably hold all of them, to be honest. I'd hold two out of the three. I'd get rid of Hewitt. Brody's interesting. I, I could make, You could make the case to sell him, but I think you, you could. You but, jeez, what, you know, what would you... You paying? Yeah, for exactly. Him, what are you getting at that point? Um, Ollie Santa asks: We don't have a trade deadline in our league. Are there any teams you'd be looking to target for a final series round nineteen to twenty-two? I think I just mentioned Sydney. Yep, and anyone playing either West Coast, Essendon, North Melbourne? Yeah, I think. Oh, there was a couple teams who had good first two weeks. Um, so round nineteen, you've got Hawthorne playing North Melbourne. Sydney Crows, um, Brisbane Gold Coast, West Coast St Kilda. Jesus, that could just be an absolute shit show the way the Saints are going. Um, Collingwood Essendon, maybe target some Collingwood players. They're, they're pushing for a final eight. But conversely, uh, like, key forwards are just monstering them. So if you had Peter Wright this week... Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I think we actually stream Peter Wright against each other. Yeah, I had him in the Listener League and you had him in the Home League. Yeah. Um, round 20, uh, if you want to have a look, you've got Sydney, GWS, uh, Adelaide, Carlton, Gold Coast, West Coast, um, Essendon, North Melbourne. That should be a massive fantasy game, that one. Yeah, Gold Coast actually have a reasonable run as well, but Sydney's probably the one that jumps out to me. Um, it's hard yep. to get four good weeks, so if you can get two in a row, I think that's pretty handy. Yep. House, uh, what to do with Fiorini and Hunter Clark? pool or hang on in a league with four plus two bench spots? Um, Fiorini can 
hit the pool. And Clark, he's, he's got to be a hold. I don't, be a hold. I don't know that you have to. If you needed the win, I'd, if you needed to cut him, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. I'm just pot committed at this point, so I'm going down with the ship. Don't <laughs> don't be like me. Xavier Kramer asks, not a question, but Peter Wright, stream cover for English appreciation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, big time. Big time. Major Van Bam, will Riley West hold his position? Tough opposition left as well. Yes, he will. Uh, he's got a pretty good playing small defensive forward. Um, and he's been good for the last probably four or five weeks, so he'll hold. Uh, Jake Kelly in a new role, good scores last three weeks. Haven't watched a lot of Essendon, so I'm not sure what that role is. But um, if the, hey, look, if he's got the role and the score, pick him up. It's not going to cost you any too much. And if it fails, send him back to the pool. Yeah, just a lot of marks. Um, you know, 12 marks out of a team total of... I mean, we, you can pick him up. That's fine. Twelve marks out of a team total of a hundred, so that's that's a pretty yeah. high percentage of the team's marks. Yeah. That's probably not going to stick. No. Um, and Jamie Cripp stonks in a full West Coast Eagles team. Mentioned it in the uh, waiver wire pickups. Yeah. Uh, Frio asks, who's going to have a stringer esque playing for a new deal effort? Uh, Jordan Degoe. Yeah, I was thinking about trying to trade for him in the home league. Far out. Could you imagine that? you got 850 gorillas or whatever it is just sitting on the bench and see you later. Uh, I think, um, isn't that contract thing pretty overstated? <laughs> like, mm. I don't know. But Tom Mitchell. He's probably the only one that I know is up for contract, so I'd say him because uh, I know the Bulldog, a lot of the Bulldogs players... Uh, out for contract for re-signed in English Dale. I think they're still chasing Bailey Smith. So when he comes off suspension, Bailey Smith. Dale re-signed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. Caleb oh, Daniels out of contract. Con- yeah. No, I thought he re-signed as well. Did he? Oh, okay. I yeah, knew they were both a- out and I'm like, oh, there's no way they'll get both of them. No, I think he re-signed and it's just Bailey Smith now that's the one that's out of contract. We're not up on contract news listeners. That's all I've taken out of that. Mm-hmm. Ninja asks, any standouts that benefit from contract due to negotiation boost in effort? Uh, See previous question. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we don't know. Uh, LDU or punt on the returning Lockie Hunter? No. Um, LDU's been pretty solid in Supercoach. You're an owner of Memory. LDU's been so. fucking great, really, for where you picked him up. I wouldn't... Man, Lockie Hunter, he's been crap. Like, yeah. Who's to say he even gets a wing role? Well, that's right. Like knowing Bevo, he plays him as a small forward or small defender. Like, yeah, I don't don't know that Lockie Hunt is a must add. Um, Archie Jake Lloyd back or Saints rubbish? Saints were putrid. Yeah, Saints have been. They, they if you looked at the chart, the matchup chart, Saints have been very good between very good and neutral basically the whole season. So they are a good matchup. Um, yeah, for defenders, so I wouldn't go crazy just yet. But again, like we said, Swan's reasonable run home. That's it. Matty Faz, Ed Richards was going to turn up. Just saying, mm. he was Patrick. But didn't. Uh, TT, serious baller, Jason stuff here. Well, Jono spoke about it, so you know. Well, Tim Taranto. I'm, oh, I'll Tim Taranto. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> what did he do? It wasn't much, was it? 
No. First game back, 56. No. That's not what you're looking for. No. I'll take those Tim Torano. I'll, I'll, Taron, Taron gets a pass. Yeah. Take that Tim Torano. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Imagine trading for him. <sighs> Did you see um? Who was it who messages? One of the... um. Anthony, I think he messaged us saying that he saw John Jarrett at uh, mm. one of the comic conventions and and told him that the award was supposed to hit him up on Instagram. Who has? Do we have Instagram? We do have the Insta, yeah. and I'm I'm I was sitting there thinking about. It. I'm like, this is John Jarrett. You've got nice John Jarrett who's done play school and everything, and then you got Wolf Creek John Jarrett who scares the living shit out of me. So I'm just like, which one are we gonna get? Like it, without actually having spoken to him, it it's very hard to gauge of which John Jarrett we're going to get. He seems like a larrikin kind of guy. He does, he does. But still, that Wolf Creek character scared the shit out of me. They're making like a third Wolf Creek. Are they? I've seen it because I, I, I looked up uh, John Jarrett, and I'm like, do I want to talk to this person? And um, yeah, it's in production apparently because I looked at the filmography. Awesome. So, um, they were good movies. I haven't seen the second one. I'm not a big movie guy. I watched the first one. Didn't, I don't know. First one was good. Doesn't do much for me. They were good. They were good. So, I don't know. For Australian cinema. Well, that'd be the interesting conversation because I have no interest in watching Australian movies. I went to high school with, um, in the opening scene of Wolf Creek 2, there's two coppers. I went to high school with the young copper in that opening scene. Yeah, right. Movie trivia. I was I was an extra in the Wog Boy, Jono. <laughs> Did you make the final cut? I, I've never seen it. <laughs> so. Okay, I'm, I think I've got the Wog Boy on one of my hard drives or something. I was in it. I was in a nightclub. I had sequin pants oh, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Did you Did you have hair back then? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to go watch that. Yeah, you won't recognize me. <laughs> I have seen you with hair. Who's that, Who's that attractive you. man? <laughs> 20, 25 years ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I would have been like, yeah, I would have been like 20 because I was still yeah. wanting to make films at that point. There you so, go. Anyway, and now we're here. Now here we <laughs> Follow are. your dreams, kids. Follow your dreams. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. It's great to catch up, John. Don't speak all oh, the time. It's good. Fuck those other guys. Uh, don't know if you can hear it, but there's another screaming baby in the background. So I'm on these. Uh, Coffee oatmeal stouts. I know this isn't the craft doctors, Ooh. but breakfast at Stepney. Talking? Little bang beer and uh, whew. Uh, little bangs. Good brewery. Straight out of Dan Murphy's, Jono. Good, good brewery. <laughs> South Australian brewery. Good place. Well, I got them in the Mount. So, well, they did the um, custard nitro awesome backflip stout that we spoke about on the um, craft doctors a couple of weeks ago. Nah, that was Pretty one sure. drop. One drop. Anyway, but this is pretty good. I'm all about it. I'm still smashing those boat rocker stouts. Oh, good. Yeah. No, these are good. Anyway. Yeah. They had one beer. I was pretty tempted. It was 20 bucks for one can, but it was 4.4 standard drinks. <laughs> yeah, you get that. I've Yeah, I've got uh, beer from Banks, Freak Shake. That's 5.6 standards. Fuck. So one can. Yeah. That'd be some slow drinking. It's a it, it's a game of football drink. Yeah. <laughs> you literally just sip it yeah. the whole night. That's and that's all you drink for the whole night. Yeah, because anything else you'll die. Perfect. No, 
Not this age. Not <laughs> the young kids screaming at 5am in the morning. Yeah. No, fair enough. Anyway, listeners, thank you very much. We'll see you next week. God, there's not long to go, Jono. No. A few more weeks and then final, baby. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Draft Doctors Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.